WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. I'm Dodd. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. In this year-end episode, we uh, look back at 2021 in three words, share our favorite tell-me-something-good stories from the year, celebrate the people that inspire us, and look ahead to 2022. As 2021 comes to a close, if you had to sum it up in three words, what words would describe the past year for you and why? Amanda, lead us off. The one that came to mind immediately was so much change. Mm. There's been a lot in 2021 that has changed in my personal life. Um, My prayer at the beginning of the year was I really wanted to have open hands. Like, God, give me what you have for me, but also I'll give up what I have. Like, I just really was trying to be intentional about that. And I feel like God was like, okay, game on. Um, (laughs) I had a child graduate from high school, got him sent off to college, which was really, really good and um, emotional time, but also just, hey, we made it. Like, that felt really good. Sold my house. Got an engagement thrown in, blending of families. Like it has just been a lot of things that I didn't necessarily expect, especially like five years ago, if I would have looked ahead to Mm. this year, um, I would have had no clue where things would be. I'm very thankful. It's been a lot of work. It has been a lot of change. Change is not easy for me, but I'm (laughs) learning that it is doable and sometimes change can be really good. So those three words would be mine. You said open hands was your prayer at the beginning of the year. In some ways, Dennis, it seemed like it was a really, really long time ago. Yeah, it really does. And I don't feel like I want to close my hands. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's not like, oh, no, God, it was too much. It's all been in the right timing, I think. And I'm excited to see what happens in the future. So that's cool. I would have to say lots of patience. Those Mm. are my three words. Um, what I felt like was with patience, it's kind of been twofold. There were a lot of things I was looking forward to that I wanted to eagerly get to, but I had to be patient to get there. But then there were a lot of things that needed answers on. And so a lot of patience to get what those answers were. And as anybody can attest, patience is never an easy thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and I always yeah. feel like when you ask God for patience, then it's like, here, here's all these mm-hmm. examples of opportunities right. for you to exhibit patience. But not a lot of patience, because that would be four words. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, for me, uh, somewhat normal return. Mm. So for me, it's the return of gathering for family and friends. Uh, flew to Arizona for vacation. Wandered around Grand Rapids taking in art prize. That mm-hmm. was a return. Yeah. And other in-person festivals and concerts and community events. Got to take my granddaughter to toddler time at the library. <laughs> so that was a big highlight. That's fun. So, yeah, a return to somewhat normal, I think, for a lot of things. Yeah. If I think about three words, not to over-spiritualize it, but the first words that came to my mind were, he is faithful. Because mm. it has been another crazy year. Uh, I mean, politically, health-wise, really in many areas of our lives, work stuff, school stuff, and family things. And uh, it seems like if you haven't suffered a major loss or a major setback personally, you're very close to someone mm. who has you know. uh, right in this past year. So if I ever find myself then struggling to remember that he is faithful, mm. 
I just try to recall how he's been faithful. And uh, God's been faithful, of course, for centuries past. It also helps me to know that he'll be faithful in the future. So that's something to look forward to. We've been playing the song uh, Never Fail by Lloyd Nix. It's uh, based on Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Three words. He's faithful. Mm. Love that. Tell me something good. Well, there were certainly some challenges over the past year, but there were definitely some stories worth celebrating. It is time to share our favorite Tell Me Something Good stories of the year. Becky, why don't you go ahead and go first? Well, this was one from just not too long ago over Thanksgiving weekend, and it took place in northern Michigan, Antrim County near Mancelona. May Cole, she hadn't had her license for very long, and she was with her friend Austin, and they were driving on the icy roads out in the country, mm. so most likely the first time she's driven mm. in snow in that condition. Well, she was trying to be really careful, and she noticed that in her rearview mirror, there was a vehicle coming up kind of fast, and then all of a sudden it was gone. Mm. So they stopped and realized realized, okay, the driver lost control, left the road, and not only that, but was in water. Mm. And so by the time they turned around and got to this person, the car was already halfway submerged, the driver was trying to uh, climb out, and they were able to use some extra coats to keep the man warm, was able to get 911 to come. But during this time, she said, it was really interesting, because we stopped, but there were people that just kept going by them, splashing them with the slush on the road. And it was difficult driving, but she said it just was interesting and a good reminder, be careful on icy roads, keep a weather kit and extra blankets and things in your vehicle because you don't know when you or Mm -hmm. somebody else you might be able to help and be willing to help others. It's kind Mm -hmm. of the Good Samaritan story in there. Yeah, it is. And it's neat when it happens in a younger person because it's a different perspective. Well, as crazy as the past year has been, we've talked about that. There's a, certainly a good news, a lot of highs to balance out the lows of the past year. And the good news story that uh, is fresh in my mind wasn't in the local news or the state news or the national news. This was big news for our family. Uh, Thanksgiving, of course, wasn't that long ago. And uh, this year, for the first time, I caught, you know, Ben Rector's Thanksgiving song has that line. And it says, watching football, watching families grow, the old kids table, hmm. now have kids of their own. I thought, well, that's cool. So this year... My nephew was the first of the kids at our extended family uh, kids table that became a parent. So Alex and Sarah were going to be with us for Thanksgiving on the Monday before Sarah's water broke and she was only 33 weeks along. So in all of that, we're like, oh, so thankful that they weren't on the road. Or at our place there in Illinois, you know, so when that happened, um, we were really thankful uh, for that. Anyway, just a few days later, so it was either late Thanksgiving Thursday or early on Friday, little Clara Joy uh, (laughs) was born and welcomed into the world. So this is the first generation. Uh, So the the siblings become the aunts and uncles. Uh, Plain old uncles like me become great uncles. (laughs) And this was cool. Grandparents became great grandparents. So that was really fun. So long story short, just a couple of days later, she was off of the oxygen. and the feeding tube scheduled to be home like in less than two weeks. So kind of personal, but uh, really good news story for us this year. Absolutely. Love that. That was great. All right. Well, uh, we've got kids in sports and I know a lot of kids in sports, so I'm always a sucker for a good sportsmanship story. And that's why (laughs) I selected uh, the story of a Georgia eighth grader. Her name is Lily Roberts. We uh, shared the story on air during the morning show. And it's one that I thought of as soon as I thought about what my favorite good news story was. Uh, Lily is a pitcher 
pitcher for the JV softball team, and the team that they had been playing uh, against a few months back was about to lose, and their pitcher happened to start getting sick, not feel well, had to get pulled from the game. Well, Lily decided she wanted to step up and help, saying, well, I saw this team was struggling, and I knew if I didn't fill in the gap that the game would have to end, this team would have to forfeit, so I thought I'll step in and help. So that's exactly what she did. She stepped up to the mound, and she pitched on behalf of the opposing team. So mm. that means she was pitching to her players, players that were part of her own team. And this is my favorite part of the story. She wasn't just tossing easy balls. <laughs> she was tossing strikes over the plate and firing <laughs> them as if she were playing for like a championship game. Mm. Um, and all the girls were cheering and just having a great time. The coach says, it's not winning. That makes me proud. It's how the players act and the lessons that they learn on the field. If everybody could be as positive as Lily is, there would be a lot less problems in the world. And I just like the idea that you know what I'm going to step in and fill in but I'm not going to make it easy on you we're going to have a good time so. <laughs> well she so probably knew their strengths and weaknesses yes. too being their yeah. teammate right. like, I know I know what you struggle with a little with. extra disadvantage for her team right. sure <laughs> good on her sure. because you could be and you might even be tempted to say oh pitch you yeah. know and you then know what's throw coming. all the softballs <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes me emotional because my daughter's going to graduate this coming year and she'll be wrapping up her sports yeah. and stuff and that's it is that character building you know Mm-hmm. It's, it's wins and losses, but also just the what sports can help you become. So, good story. Mine is about a roller skating grandfather. <laughs> um, Charlotte, North Carolina. There's a guy named Gene Elliott, and he's been roller skating for a really long time. Um, for 90 years, he has gone to the same place, Skateland, USA. And so, when it was time for him to celebrate his 95th birthday, he's like, well, duh, we're going to Skateland. Like, that's where I've been going for a long time. Um, he started going there when he was a teenager and they used to skate to organ music <laughs> and they said they would they would play lots of songs including Amazing Grace which isn't the easiest roller skating song yeah. but he said he was more into you know Bee Gees and other music like that. Um, he did take a break from skating for quite a long time until he lost his wife about 15 years ago and he was like I needed something to get me out of my funk. I was so sad I missed her a lot and so I went back to the roller rink when he was 80 and then he had been going pretty consistently since then um, when COVID hit the employees of course had to close the place down said you can't come but they would open it up once in a while so he could do a solo (laughs) skate and uh, he's yeah celebrated his 95th birthday this year at the roller rink and he said he loves being able to teach new people how to skate he said if you give me five minutes in that little game room over there I can teach (laughs) you how to skate and he already wants to celebrate his 100th birthday at the at the roller rink so (laughs) I remember going to the skating rinks when they had an organ in the corner and someone would actually play the organ they would do it live but you talk about Amazing Grace and I think well we're going to slow it down here's a couple skate uh, Amazing <laughs> Grace skate with Jesus well as we say often here at WCSG we're stronger together than we could ever be apart so as you look back on 2021 who is maybe someone that inspired you Well, like most of us, I'm a creature of comfort. Mm. And uh, a lot of the problems and and things that I face in my life, I think really are are first world problems. When you boil it down, they're inconveniences, they're annoyances. Just a few weeks ago, we had some of our uh, longtime missionaries um, with us at a morning service. And I don't want to give too much of their information for, you know, maybe obvious reasons. But I can tell you the first names are Jared and Melanie. And we've supported them for a long time, I think since before they went on the field. And if you want to talk about a long view of the kingdom, something like 10 years ago, 
They chose a field that's probably closer to what you would think is their traditional pioneer missionary, you know, living and serving in a remote tribe, no roads, in or out. Missionary aviation is the way they get, you know, their supplies and where they need to be. So that whole deal, very primitive uh, conditions. They move halfway around the world. They live with the people, they care for their medical needs, they build relationships, they learn the language, and there's no alphabet, so they devise an alphabet so they can teach literacy and translate the Bible into their heart language. And so this was just interesting. You know, they're, they're there, and for six or seven years, they're just building up to that time and earning the right to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. So when they were here with us uh, this last fall, it was just really cool to hear some of the fruits of their uh, labors. Really just an amazing story, though, of compassion, mm. patience, long-suffering, hard work, those things that I want more of uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. So Jared and Melanie, your vision, your passion, your uh, patience, your long view of the kingdom, those are all very inspiring to me. Oh, neat. Stuff. Well, my story kind of has a long view as well. Um, TikTok, (laughs) Uh, something kind of some of us stumbled into during the pandemic because we wanted to stay occupied and laugh along with people. But I ran across a woman named Erin Azar. She goes by Mrs. Space Cadet, and she is a mom of young kids. And she said, I went five years and I kind of lost who I was. Like I knew I was a mom and I I stayed at home and I I did the things, but I needed something that would help me feel a little bit more like me again. And so two years ago, she started running. And at first she's like, I could not even make it a mile. Like it was really frustrating. She felt discouraged, but she decided I'm just going to keep running through the good and the bad and the ugly. And she would document it all on TikTok. And so some days she's like, okay, we're doing a three mile run and it would be pouring rain. She would run through the snow and uh, she signed up for a couple of in-person events, 5Ks and other races, but they kept getting canceled. Mm. And so she would be like, okay, you know, next weekend we've got this this race and I'm getting ready for it and then it would get canceled and so all of her followers would be like so frustrated with her <laughs> well she kept going and finally in November ran the New York City Marathon yeah. so she went from not being able to That's run huge. a mile to running 26.2 oh. and she didn't just do it because well my TikTok people want me to she ended up raising money for the Michael J. Fox Foundation mm. to fight Parkinson's because her dad has that she raised over $77,000 wow. and um, one of the things that she recently said in an interview she said if I hadn't kept showing up for myself mm. I wouldn't have met the person I am now mm. so she developed into someone that she's really proud of and she's going to keep running and keep doing events she's I guess there's this like marathon bundle that you can do where you do multiple marathons so she's totally into it now and so I just appreciate her willingness to be like open and honest because someday she's like I don't feel good this is not fun I'm not enjoying it but she just kept showing up and just taking that slow and steady progress and seeing how far it has taken her that's been pretty inspiring she found the new hair yeah she did nice for me I I think it's a group of people and those that special group of people are my college friends so Aww. we're alumni from Cornerstone University which used to be Grand Rapids Baptist College mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. and we've continued to meet each year at least once if not twice just to laugh and encourage each other during the tough times and most recently we have all been on this journey of caring for aging parents mm-hmm. yeah. and yep. encouraging each other through loss and um, I love being able to text having that ability now and that form of communication where just during the day several times you can text each other and how are you doing and it's a special relationship that has lasted this long that inspires me all the time and you That's do awesome. that for them too that's cool 
Well, I was going to go along the routes that Amanda did and find somebody that I don't know. <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> no, not on TikTok. Uh, but there is a podcast author, optimist, a speaker that I really enjoy, Simon Sinek. I was going to select him, but then I thought better of it. I thought, let me let me challenge myself and find a person that I like. So I'm actually going to break my own rule about selecting <laughs> one person. I'm just going to select three people. And so three people in this room. Aw, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> so, Becky, you are a great inspiration because you like to find joy in things like Christmas lights, sunrises, and the beauty of Michigan and you're never short on kindness and care. I really appreciate it and I find it inspiring that you take time out of your schedule to come watch my son play pace, oh, my base, son yeah. play baseball. That's really special. Uh, Dodd, the way that you lead your family uh, through the stories, I don't actually get to see you do mm-hmm. it in person, uh, and the way that you lead inside the walls of WCSG has been a great inspiration to me as I now have taken steps to develop my own leadership skills at home and in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And then Amanda, not only do you inspire me daily with your kindness and encouragement, but you're also an inspiration as I watch you and your kindness uh, to our listeners, but also your hard work and dedication to WCSG and your family. Aww, thanks. Um, and all three of you specifically, there are obviously others that inspire me, but you guys uh, help encourage me to be a better version of myself. And so you guys get to be the ones that inspire me this year. Thank, Thank you. you. Can I change my answer? <laughs> Way to break the rules. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Didn't want to hog the spotlight, but that's really how I felt. As nice as it is to look back at 2021, it's also exciting to look ahead. So as we wrap things up for uh, this episode, just wondering what's one thing that you're looking forward to as we head into uh, the new year? Jeremy, what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping for? Well, there are uh, honestly many things that I'm looking forward to in 2022. But the first one out of the gate is that I'm actually heading back to school. Yeah. Uh, When I was in high school, I always understood that college was kind of like the next step. And then college was just basically a gateway to get me into my career. Uh, once I got what I needed, I was like, yay, done with school. Never going to go back. <laughs> Never, ever. Well, the older I got, I actually like learning about some new things. And so it's that hunger of learning new things that's leading me back to school for a master's degree. Uh, so I think college and high school, Jeremy, would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm very confused, but I'm actually really looking forward for to that. You. So yeah. Do we get to call you master? I, I don't even know how that works. <laughs> you were the one that told me that I get to even wear a cap and gown again. And yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I will be at your graduation. Thank you. Thank you. Um, One of the things I am looking forward to, a lot of things in 2022, but my daughter's graduating. Mm -hmm. Um, Kate is my only daughter. I have four kids and she's she's the only girl and she is a special, special individual. Has always marched to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> never liked pink, never liked glitter, never liked pigtails um, and has really just developed into a really lovely young woman and I'm so excited about her future um, and just celebrating this time with her. I think as the second child, sometimes some of her things got overlooked a little bit because mm. she wasn't the oldest, she wasn't the youngest, um, but um, yeah, we're really looking forward to just celebrating her and then getting her moved off to college and that's going to be a real weird thing, yeah. not having Kate in that bedroom, you know, <laughs> just right down the hall. So um, definitely looking forward to that. Bittersweet. How but. will she do with being celebrated? Um, you Not know, care for the attention or soak it in a little bit? She hopefully. is not one that seeks out attention, but she does handle it well when she gets cool. it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, she does play goalie on her soccer team, so she does 
get a lot of attention yeah. just because a lot of the big plays happen in her box. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she she doesn't go out trying to be the superstar, but sometimes it kind of looks that way. And so um, she's she's gracious. She's humble, but also she knows, you know, when it's time to celebrate. That's so. cool. Well, for me, I'm especially thankful for our church and its leadership and Bible study leaders Mm -hmm. and the vision that they have for the upcoming year and how we as individuals can make a difference and as a church body and not to be as comfortable, but to look outward. So Mm -hmm. the church has a lot of plans, I think, and I'm excited to be part of that. I did a little investigating in 2022 is the year that India will probably overtake China as far as the most populous country on earth. Beijing will host the Winter Olympics. You've heard of that. Uh, This is cool. Driverless hover taxis, flying cars will be operational in Dubai. Wow. Hello, Jasons. Finally. That's coming in 2022. Honestly, though, I'm pretty simple. And I'm hopeful that 2022 will be more of uh, what we talked about, just more normal. Uh, and uh, yeah. obviously there will still be some new normals, but for even WCSG as a ministry, hope we're able to um, re-engage with our listeners and friends, not only in the ways that we used to, but in ways that we never have before. That'll mean reaching some new listeners and friends. That'll mean uh, maybe adopting some new technologies, um, ways that we haven't thought of to go deeper in our communities where we, we live here, we serve here. So we've got some new leadership in place, a new vision. So just excited to witness How's God going to work through us and in spite of us, you know, mm-hmm. here at WCSG? So uh, on the air, online, in the community, behind the scenes, all of it. We just really have a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for spending time with WCSG Backstage. You can find out more information by heading to WCSG.org. Just search the keyword backstage. Happy New Year from all of us at WCSG. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. I'm Dodd. And this is WCSG, WCSG Backstage. Backstage.